This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to Safety Talks, a podcast about all things safety, as defined by you, with your host, Steve Sisson, on Safety FM. This episode of the broadcast and the podcast is brought to you by Safety Focus Moments. They're consultants that want to help you get the safety culture you've been looking for. For more information, go to safetyfocusmoment.com. Well, welcome everyone to Safety Talks. I am your host, Steve Sisson, and today my guest is Andy Van Hook from Appeal Production. Um, Andy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you. I always appreciate uh, uh, getting guests on from all kinds of walks of life. Um, and you guys are a production company. Um, well, how about you uh, kind of talk talk a little bit about Appeal Production and, and what you guys do? Sure. Um, again, I'm Andy Van Hook. I'm uh, one of the co-founders and imaginative producer at Appeal Production. And we inspire business growth by creating dazzling video. And what that means, um, what business growth I think means for us is really depending upon what the client needs are. Some clients, they want to increase, uh, they want to grow their business by how many more people visit their website or how many more people may call or buy their product. Um, And uh, we also see that as opportunities for um, training aspect with businesses as well. When people have an orientation video for their business and, and they're inspiring their employees to help grow their business from internally. So that's really what we do. We help clients from uh, concept uh, from script to screen is basically one way it's it's been said, and I, I like to use that. But yeah, that's that's pretty much us us in a nutshell. We just turned um, eight a week ago, so uh, yeah, it's uh, going quite well for us. Well, excellent eight eight years. You know, it's 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 hard enough to get a business past the first and second year, but to make it eight, that's fantastic. Well, you know, thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, no problem. You know, we I'm coming, going through your website, and and you guys have uh, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff on there, a lot of uh, videos, um, and it looks like you guys do animation, uh, you you do studio rentals, uh, voice recording, and and you do some drone recording too. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. You know, the, it's interesting in in the eight years of business that we've started out doing a lot of television commercials, and we still see some of that work, but. Um, you know, it was a when we started out in 2011. It was probably about 90 percent of what we were doing were TV commercials, and you know, as we all have been seeing, the the world has shifted. Not to say that there's anything wrong with television commercials, but there's so much more video content that's accessible via the web or via your mobile device, and so um, we've had to um, adapt somewhat with that. Um, need in the marketplace. You know, we still do some television commercials, but at the end of 2018, we, it was about 78% of our business was from videos that never touched a television screen. So, you know, really putting the word out there in different ways and being able to adapt. And, and some of that aspect is uh, storytelling via animation. Um, we do that in house and, uh, you know, drones are, are a great tool as well. Um, you know, we like to have some dynamic shots with our drones, not just being, uh, not just flying over top of buildings. There's nothing wrong with that, but we like to have some, uh, some dynamic looks to it. Cause, uh, we've got some really skilled and talented videographers on our team who, uh, try to maximize that tool. 
and make them make it look unique. Yeah, no, I, I really, uh, I think uh, the future of recording is going to be in the drones. I think. I mean, the technology is just, it's 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 there. And you know, back in the day, if you want if you wanted to do something from up and up, up above, I mean, you, you had to get a crane or you had to get a scissor oh, yeah. or, or something. And now you just get a, you know, you can buy drones fairly inexpensively um, and, and get good recording. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, one of my first year, I've been doing video production for over 20 years and it's uh, one of my first gigs. I was an assistant and we went up in a private plane that had a, um, a video camera underneath it mounted on a stabilizer. And so that's how we got aerials was we went up to get them for one client and he co-opted with about a handful of other businesses to make it halfway reasonable to pay for. And uh, you had a little monitor while you were sitting in the, uh, in the passenger seat of the plane telling the pilot where to fly while you were recording. So, you know, in less than 20 years, you know, we've gone from that being one way to get aerials to, you know, a little, a little drone that's the size of, you know, it's tiny, man. Like, you know, they're small. They're the size of, I don't even know, a, a, a half of a loaf of bread, maybe. And, you know, we can get beautiful 4K footage. So it's pretty it's pretty amazing how far technology has taken us. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the drones are cool, but I do think being in that airplane doing that video would, was probably also cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was very cool. It was, it was really neat to see, I mean, and to be a part of the... Uh, the the thing that was really fascinating about it was the the extensive mount that you had to have underneath an airplane to keep a camera stable to get the shots you wanted it was it was expensive you know not to mention the cost of going up and, with the pilot and the fuel but the, the the amount of money that they had spent on the rig to hold that camera it was impressive to see um but that also you know in any business that comes with a cost to the person who winds up purchasing it to the, you know, to use it. So it was, uh, it's really neat that, you know, to have been part of that 20 years ago, but also now to be able to see the technology to where I can stand with my iPhone over the shoulder of the guy who's flying it. And we can talk about the shots we're going to get. So yeah, right. that, that's neat. so cool. That, that is cool. I, I get excited about this stuff because I, I like, I, I like being able to bring something to life. You know, you, you have an idea and, that, and it sounds exactly what you guys are doing. You have an idea of what you uh, are envisioning and you just go make it happen. You get it. You get the footage. You uh, you draw up the text for any uh, speaking lines and you kind of go from there. Yeah, it's really fun to really sit down on the front end with our, our clients and talk about what their goals are, you know, that's kind of where the whole storytelling aspect begins is, okay, Hey, who do you want to talk to? What do you want to tell them? What do you want them to do? And understanding where they're coming from and what they're trying to accomplish with a video. And then coming back inside with the team, the creative team and, and figuring out what that solution is. And like you said earlier, sometimes it's an animation based thing because they're trying to explain something that may be really complicated and really and what we try to do is boil that down to something really that's very digestible for the viewer. And, you know, it could also be uh, solid interviews of people who are key people in the organization or somebody who's been impacted by a nonprofit and, and trying to uh, evoke some sort of emotion. So working with the client on the front end to really understand 
who they're trying to speak to, what they're trying to accomplish. And then when we get to the end product and saying, wow, we really hit that out of the park and nailed that story. Um, that's really rewarding for me and for us as a whole. How often do you get, get into a situation where a client knows they want something, but they're not sure how to verbalize it. And, and, uh, you know, they don't know exactly what they're looking for. They just know they want something different and new. Is that where your team comes into play and helps come up with the ideas? Absolutely. I think that's something that we uh, strive, uh, where you actually excel at. I really like that we we tend to ask a lot of questions of our clients. And uh, for the most part, most of them will have either some inkling of an idea or know that they want to do something, but are not sure where to take it. And when they you know, kind of hand the keys over to us to figure out a right solution for them is really where we excel. We hop in there and ask all the right questions to really figure out what what that goal is for this this project. You know, do they want somebody to click on the website? Do we want them to make a phone call? Do we want them to um, write a check? Do we want them to, you know, be safe in the workplace? Any of those types of things. Um, knowing that on the front end. And then also we ask the question often of what are things that you've seen that you like or that you don't like? And most people can do that. They can go online and go, oh yeah, well I saw this video from another vendor or another competitor or somebody else. It doesn't even have to be the same industry, but they can say, hey, I really like this video from X. And they'll send it along to us and we can figure out if that video style matches the goals they're trying to accomplish and their brand and how we can kind of make that um, accomplish those goals for them in that space. Well, you mentioned uh, making the workplace safer. Have you guys done some safety videos? Yes, we have. um, We've been doing a few of those. It's actually been one of those avenues of our business. We've seen a little bit of an uptick in um, going in and helping to tell those stories of, um, in one instance in a, in a company where they had a guy who was in a pretty serious accident and lost a portion of his foot. Um, uh, and he still worked at the company and he was willing to go on camera and talk about the story, how he, he did everything he was supposed to, but somebody else that he worked with in the ship prior had messed with, with uh, a piece of equipment. And, um, you know, so it was really powerful way to, to, share kind of multiple layers of the story. The client wanted to share that person's story and how they did all the things that they were supposed to do, but somebody else basically caused the incident, which cost him part of his foot. Then the um, other part of that too was the company could come in and talk about how they wanted to keep their, their employees safe. And then the third kind of pillar that we wanted to accomplish was this is, these are the right and wrong ways to do things. So we, we melded those three pieces together to tell the story in a, it was probably about a 12 to 15 minute uh, video. And uh, yeah, the, the client loved it and had a lot of uh, good feedback for it. And said that it was really resonating with their team when they were watching it. So that that's one instance we've had others where, um, uh, it's just uh, pretty much it's very not necessarily having that storytelling element to it. It's no, let's talk. This is problems that we see consistently from new hires or people that are working with us. So we need to go through this step by step 
to highlight the, the right and wrong ways that they're doing things. So we've done that as well. Um, and other ones that are, have been fairly successful are employee orientation videos. So you bring somebody on, you want them to know what your culture is and, you know, who the, who the key players are in the corporation and, and just try to give them a warm welcome to understand where they're going to be coming to work at. Yeah, you know, I, I, honestly, I, I've been through a lot of orientations and I've seen a lot of different orientations from companies. And I think people forget that really – you know, you got to set your safety messages. You got to set them up right at the get go of an employee coming to work for you. And you don't want to put them, put this individual into a room with some, you know, DVDs of a talking head. You want it to be something that represents your company, something that shows them you are now part of a team, part of a family. And, you know, good quality videos that do exactly what you said um, are really key. That's, that's, that's really what I think. No, I, I appreciate that. And we've seen that work as well. Um, and it's interesting is one of our uh, clients had also mentioned that, you know, they, the reason that they wanted to go to, to moving towards video in their safety program, or at least as part of their safety program was because they had a really good employee who did a really great job and was one of their safer employees. And they moved him up to being one of their safety managers and he was very good on the talking to people one-on-one, having them understand what they needed to be doing. But when he had to have like an all company or an all shift meeting, he wasn't very good in front of people. And so this, you know, here's this guy in front of 50 people, he, one-on-one he does great, but in front of 50 people, he, he kind of got nervous and retreated into this shell of himself as a person and would just kind of read from a script. And, you know, we've all been in those training sessions before where somebody's just kind of reading to you and not really engaging and you miss half of what's being told to you if you're paying attention at all. And that was the reason they wanted to move towards video. It wasn't a slight towards him. It was that they wanted to make sure that the people who were seeing it were being more engaged with what they were watching and making sure that that, um, you know, and we also featured the guy who was the who was their head trainer, and he was much better. We were able to get him to loosen up a little bit more on camera, and it came off, made him come off in a good light as well. So it really shored up their safety program, at least on the front end, where they were concerned about some of those large scale uh, meeting aspects where where their person in charge of that department was really struggling. Yeah, you know that they say that uh, public speaking is one of the hardest things to get over. And, you know, if you can do it, yeah. behind a cam- do it behind a camera and, you know, when you when you mess up, you just press stop and you you go at it again. But when you're doing it live and you mess up, you know, it really can take a toll on you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's uh, been doing this long enough to where it's, it, um, it's very few people that I've run across that are very confident the first few times they're on camera. Many get used to it and they do better but most are not confident initially. So that's what we try to help them walk through is like, look, okay, this is what we're talking about. This is what we want you to say, or this is the direction we want to take this conversation and just have them kind of talk and reassure them that you don't have to make it right the first time because this isn't live and we're going to go in and pick the best portions of it um, anyway and make sure that you look the best and uh, because that's what we want. We want the client to look good 
because it helps us to look good, honestly, but also it helps them to, to feel the, the project was a success. So much like I'm hoping you'll do a lot of editing in this in this interview, um, that's what we do for our clients. Yeah, we definitely uh, edit these tapings, uh, mainly because I mumble sometimes and uh, my producer's got to go in there and fix me. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, I, I've, I've done countless of presentations for two, three, four, five hundred people uh, at a time. And I am less nervous to do that than I am to get behind or be filmed. For some reason, yeah. you know, being filmed uh, is nerve wracking. Um, I, I just did a, a video podcast the other day um, and I was actually nervous, which is really weird for me because I typically don't get nervous in those situations. But when you mm -hmm. know the camera's on you, it's a totally different feeling. You know, it is. And, you know, one of a couple of the things I try to tell folks and you can take this uh, and maybe try it the next time is that really all you're trying to do in video is have an engaging conversation with one person. And sometimes I really think that people think bigger, you know, oh my gosh, this is going to be, we're using this video and it's going to go on our website and on YouTube or on a television commercial or on social media and think that all these eyeballs are going to see them, which yes, is possible. But in reality, you're dealing with each viewer as a one-on-one a -on -one experience. So if you're on that you know, video podcast and I'm watching it, I'm taking that as my experience watching you in that video podcast. So I'm trying to break it down into just, Hey, it's just one person who's watching me. It's just one person who I'm talking to in this video. And that can, that can help to, to cross that bridge of thinking that there's so many people that could see this and may see this. And what am I self-conscious about? Um, you know, the other aspect of it too, is that it's, uh, it's not, you know, it's, it's, there's some avenue of like, I keep going back to, I think that there's some avenue of we're all self-conscious of something and we're worried that a photo or a video may bring that out. Um, but again, what, what companies like us, professional video companies try to do is they want you to look your best. So they're going to make you look your best. Yeah. I, I was, uh, and I believe that because I, I've, I've been I've worked with other uh, production companies and um, I've had to give a safety message on one. And it, it was kind of interesting that, you know, I thought it went absolutely horrible. But when they got done with it, I didn't look half bad. Um, everything yeah. everything kind of came out the way it was supposed to. Um, the video looked good. And, and the cool part was, is that as I would travel the country, people would recognize me within the company, of course. And uh, right. they're like, hey, you're that guy. <laughs> and it's, you know, a star treatment. So, yeah, and it's, that's the beautiful thing about it, too, is, is one of the reasons I love where we're at in the video space right now is it is a great opportunity to break down those barriers. You know, we are in a, you know, a global economy or, a, you know, a larger scale. But, you, you know, just a few years ago where you could, it was harder to stream video. Now, I mean, we can hop on our phones and Skype video talk with somebody or even if they send you an email for an inquiry on what you offer or something and you've never met them and they're from working the same company as you do and you may have talked on the phone, but if you sent them a little video via your email as a follow-up, they can see you. 
And that starts to build those relationships because we like seeing other people. We like knowing who we work with. And, you know, that makes them feel comfortable enough to say, hey, Steve. And they come up and they feel like they already know you and they're talking to you, even though you have never met them in your entire life. So that, to me, I find that a fascinating way that video can break down those those barriers to where somebody's comfortable enough to just come up and say hello. Yeah, no, that, that's excellent. Especially when you're doing it from a safety perspective, um, you want that. You want people to recognize you and and remember you and remember the message, mainly the message. But if they can tie those two together, that's that's what you're trying to to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a huge part of that branding aspect of it. Is you know, yeah, they you want them to remember the message, but if the whole message is, doesn't come through completely they know the person that they can reach out to and hopefully solidify some of those questions that they still have. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's excellent. Well, I'm on your, uh, on your website. Um, very nice website, by the way. Thank you. Um, I, I got to see some snippets of videos, got to see, um, uh, the one you did for the, uh, which brewing company is this stable craft brewing. And there's another couple in here that you get to see, um, Pell Fire Brewing. Um, yeah. And then you have your production reel, um, which is pretty cool. I, I, I took the couple minutes to watch it. Um, good stuff. Really good stuff. Thank so you. If somebody was interested in uh, Appeal Production, where, where would they go to find out more information and, and how can they contact you guys? Yeah, that's that's great, Steve. It's uh, appealproduction.com, A-P-P-E-A-L-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N.com. Um, that's our website. So you can go there and check us out and there's a contact us form page on there. If you want to uh, browse around and reach out that way, or you can always uh, reach out to me, Andy Van Hook. And my email is Andy, A-N-D-Y at appealproduction.com or give me a shout on my cell, which is 540-271-0023. Uh, we are based in Virginia, but we, uh, as I like to say, have camera will travel. We do travel quite frequently for our clients all over the, all over the country and have traveled internationally for clients in the past. So um, always willing to at least chat with, uh, definitely chat with people about what they're thinking, any opportunities that we could help, even if it's trying to help somebody figure out how they can maybe do some, you know, some of this work on their own to make the videos that they're producing internally a little bit better. Um, I've, given plenty of advice on equipment to buy and some different ways to make DIY video a little bit easier for people. But yeah, always happy to chat. Yeah. And if you are interested in uh, reading more about Andy, he is uh, on the website under the uh, team page and uh, you can uh, take a look at that. It's got a little bit of a bio or uh, uh, ideas of uh, what he does um, if you select his picture. So, Andy, I appreciate your time on the podcast today. Um, any last uh, any last words before we call it a uh, call it a show? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I really appreciate your time, Steve. This has been a great experience for me, and I appreciate the opportunity to to talk a little bit about video. It's something I'm passionate about. Uh, again, it's it's a unique opportunity. The world that we're in today, the way you can get video messaging out that's consistent to your people. Um, so much easier than it was a while ago and so much easier to update. Um, so 
it's just an exciting world to be in and I'm happy to be on your safety podcast and uh, looking forward to, to talking to you again soon. Andy, thank you very much. And thank you, listeners. Uh, this has been Safety Talks, and I am your host, Steve Sisson. Please join us next time where we talk all things safety. Looking for more information on the host, services, or even more podcasts, please go to safetyfm.com. You can also download the Safety FM app on the Apple Store or in Google Play. Till next time, stay safe, my friends. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.